And you are listening to the FW Live episode on FW Radio. This is Patrick with me, Danny Danger, uh, the rest of the crew. No uh, beach here, never here. Here we are with Eric as well on the show. Um, uh, fellas, it is Thursday night. Uh, we're off two huge nights uh, for New Japan Pro Wrestling. A lot of fun. Uh, everywhere else in the world, professional wrestling, as well as uh, the end is almost here for NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. Uh, so how are you guys looking forward to these non-Valentine's Day show? Uh, I'm looking forward to the show, yes, but I still, I'm still a little disappointed by the name. Vengeance Day just doesn't quite seem as, you know, they could have used... I mean, Eric's talked about it. They could have used St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but they didn't, you know? I have elected to not call this uh, Vengeance Day. Um, I am looking forward to NXT St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Um, well, there you go. Okay. Uh, that's cool. We can do that. Uh, yeah, so it, it, it's definitely been a fun week. Uh, not... Um, not, it, not, not anything crazy happening this week, so thankfully uh, we should be able to stick to uh, within our two-hour limit uh, because, as of course we know, um, there's been a lot uh, going on. Uh, but let's go ahead and uh, talk some New Japan because I know Eric's excited about it. Uh, and, well... He's here for it, uh, as of course we know. Uh, in this year of Wrestle Kingdom, we turned Eric into a Ninja Pan boy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, let's start with before we do get to just uh, the, the two shows that that happened recently. Uh, the big news uh, about New Japan uh, wrestling uh, TV deal, I guess, uh, or streaming deal. Uh, for the, the U.S. as it was announced uh, that they have come up with a deal with uh, the Roku channel uh, to stream uh, on their uh, on-demand service and, uh, you know, streaming channel in the United States, Canada, in the U.K. Uh, and that is beginning today, actually, as we speak. It, it started uh, this week. Uh, it will be a weekly one-hour a program uh, which will be live uh, every, you know, at 5 p.m., uh, would I would assume Eastern time uh, going forward. Now, I haven't uh, watched the first episode, uh, but, I, but I believe they're going to start with uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14. Yeah, they, they actually dropped several episodes today of. Did they? Wrestle Kingdom 14 of several of the matches. Um, I the first one is Naito versus Jay White um, from night one of, of Wrestle Kingdom 14, and then it goes on. Um, but apparently, it's they've added the um, pre-show and post-match comments and things like that with the subtitles as well. So it it makes it one fluid program and it's apparently get, getting already pretty well received even though it's just only been out for a few hours now yeah and you know it's huge because this channel is free of course 
uh, available on all Roku devices, but also uh, you can stream it live on the internet. Uh, there, there's not an app uh, for uh, those who you know you know have those other streaming devices. I don't think uh, I think it may be uh, able to be streamed through Chromecast, but yeah, it's it's definitely there. It's available. It's a big deal uh, because we weren't we weren't sure which way they were gonna go. Uh, you know, they've had that relationship with Access in the past. And, of course, uh, you know, there's all so many other features. What, what are your thoughts then going this route to an online streaming channel, uh, you know, that apparently has the reach in the United States alone over 60 million people? Well, I mean, streaming is kind of the way of, is is the modern way of doing things, especially with so many people cutting the cord and getting rid of traditional cable services. Um, you know, I think that that's a, a very wise move as, as new Japan always tries to look to the future, not only what presently is popular, but what, what could be the future going forward. You know, they tried television, they had access TV, but um, that channel was just not in as many households. I don't think it got the kind of ratings that they wanted. Eventually they decided to, to, to dis, uh, you know, to disband that partnership. Um, I think Roku could be the way to go. We'll, you know, we'll see as as time goes on. It's part of the free Roku service, from what I understand. So you don't even have to to buy the additional, ro- pay for the additional Roku's, you know, streaming services. Um, but I, I definitely think it's interesting. I think it's a good way to go. Um, you know, it gives gives New Japan for free now to a lot of people um, in. You know, I mean, the UK, Canada, and the US. So hopefully, that leads to more people signing up for New Japan World and and um, giving that streaming service a boost as well. Yeah, um, I can't confirm it is free because uh, I use the Roku channel actually a lotish. Um, didn't know it started today, so that's cool. Um, might actually go look and see what actually all is up there. Um, but yeah, I think, like you said, Danger, with, with everybody cutting the cord and, and trying to go streaming, this might be the best platform for people outside of... And actually, now that I'm looking at it, so I'm on my Roku app. It is the number one featured product on the Roku channel right now. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um but this might be the best way for Americans to, to actually get into New Japan. I know it's mostly backlog, excuse me, but without an app, you know, a lot of people, well, I guess not a lot of people. I'm weird because I don't like to watch wrestling or anything on my laptop. But I don't know. I think, it's, I think it'll be a great deal, um, and I think it's going to – bring new eyes to new japan okay so it's just wrestle kingdom that's up right now yeah they're just doing like a a, i think it's just kind of a one hour program and they're just going to kind of start but they're starting with wrestle kingdom 14 yeah they're all 48 but it's not like the full the full event it's just kind of like specific matches though right it's the entirety of wrestle kingdom 14 broken down into 10 different episodes gotcha gotcha okay Yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting, you know, because, you know, they, 
obviously, 14 has a lot of huge things happening. There's a, a, you know, it has a lot of great matches. A great way to introduce uh, also a, a, a new fan base. And for people who are not caught up, they can go back and, and, and watch back the last year or so. Uh, wrestling, you know, of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I, I also think that this is kind of aligned with the current structure. Of course, they, you know, they, they do have a TV deals uh, as well, uh, you know, Japan, but uh, throughout the world, you know, they have it all everything through uh, the streaming service, New Japan World. So this is kind of aligned with that, uh, with that feature where, you know, it's more of a web service rather than it being, a traditional channel, so it's it, it's definitely a neat, uh, a, a, you know, a neat way to introduce this product and to be able to just uh, watch live wrestling, uh, as well as be able to have access to a catalog. So uh, it, it's it'll be kind of fun. I will be seeing, I'm sure, a lot more information and you know, a lot more matches and shows being added to the catalog in. in along with what's airing live at 5 p.m. Uh, on on Thursday afternoons. But, yeah, uh, everybody wondered, you know, how was this going to work? You know, were they going to go the traditional route or were they going to sign up with, you know, a, a different type of streaming service? But here they decided uh, the Roku channel is the way to go. Uh, Roku is a, is, is a very uh, friendly um, product to obtain. A lot of people love using the Roku channel. I mean, the Roku device, I mean, the streaming device, and uh, the fact that now they have access to this for free is also uh, going to be something that will attract many people. Uh, of course, locally here in Atlanta, Arizona, Tim, you know, we, we know, hey, they teamed up with, you know, right now TV, also another, you know, free you know, forum to watch TV. So I think this is definitely a good way for companies to start looking at the product because not everybody can get that, you know, WWE money when it comes to TV deal rights. And what better way to to expose your company to something than putting it in, in something like this where a lot of people will be able to see it. So... Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I like it, and uh, I, I'm all for it. I'm all about it, and I'm really uh, happy to see that. So, uh, yeah, of course, last last week was the last week that we got to see. Um, we had the first of three uh, new beginning shows with uh, uh, with the first new beginning show uh, we had. Oh, what was it called? I already forgot what it was called. Um, Jesus, my brain is just one blank. Uh, the it's new the beginning, beginning show somewhere. Yeah. No, no, the one last week. The one from last oh. week. Um, was... I don't remember what city last week. So yeah, no, me it's neither. Okay. It's like kind of crazy. Come back to me in a moment. Yeah. Uh, but coming off that show, um, you know, we, we come into these two nights, back to back nights, uh, in Hiroshima. Uh, oh, Nagoya, right? Nagoya, uh, Nagoya. That's it. Uh, where we get to see uh, Tanahashi become the new Never Open Way Champion. Uh, but here uh, we had two big stack shows, uh, and 
We're not going to go through them all, uh, but I do want to highlight a couple of things here. Uh, first of all, out of night one, uh, with the with, with the match between Los Ingobernables de Japón against Kote Ibushi and Homna to kind of like set up the next night uh, with uh, Sonata and Ibushi, I thought that was a fun match. Um, and it, But the top two matches, of course, uh, they, they got the billing, uh, and I really enjoyed both, and probably were my favorite of the two nights. Uh, Guerrillas of Destiny defeating the Dangerous Stackers to retain uh, the IWGP Tag Team Championships by disqualification because, you know, G.O.D. Uh, gives zero cares. Well, it wasn't G.O.D. that got themselves disqualified. It was Tai Chi getting back his iron fingers and using them right in front of the referee and then using them against the referee that got himself disqualified. Um, that was my favorite match of the two nights. Um, the incredible tag match went over half an hour and ended in a disqualification, but you didn't feel robbed. You didn't feel like you were uh, cheated out of anything because they'd put on such a great match. And one of the big stories, of course, was Tai Chi trying to get back the iron fingers of Takeshi Iska, um, you know, who was kind of a mentor to him. And that was something that, you know, Tai Chi finally gets them back and it was a big deal. And, and he kind of, they kind of talked about it being like it's possessed by a monster. And uh, Tai Chi just kind of went crazy and started swinging those iron fingers at everybody, uh, even almost hitting Kenamaro and Zack Sabre Jr. Um, with them when they tried to stop him and calm him down. And once he took those fingers off, he kind of collapsed. So it's almost like they're possessed. That's what kind of made Izuka into the monster. You know, Izuka was a traditional wrestler, you know, went to the New Japan system and then he got the iron fingers and he turned into the mauling monster that shoot that bit on bit everybody and pulled, you know, break their eyes and um would use the iron fingers and stuff. So I like the storytelling that it's like a almost like a possessed item and that's why to, that's why um Tai Chi needed it back so badly. And it even started kind of making uh, making Tama Tonga a little crazy too. Like he was laughing like a madman and doing and kind of acting a little funny after he'd had the the glove for a while. So I really like that story. It's just kind of it's kind of adds a new element to it. But the match is really really good um, and just it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, indeed. Uh, you're right. Thanks for correcting me in that one. Uh, yeah, but it was. Um, the techers who got the DQ loss there. Um, yeah, that, that was definitely interesting, and uh, I, I'm definitely interested to see um, what, what happens uh, now. And uh, because you know, I think that this puts a nice bow on on the series of matches between these two guys. In my opinion, I mean, probably yeah, not because it did kind of. I mean, I mean, they, it was a DQ, so you know that means they could probably keep fighting. But you know, how many times do the Tekkers really need to, in one way or form, lose to the GOD before they can move on? Yeah, uh, so it's but, it's time but, for both teams to move on yeah. to different things. Zach Which is already looking we, towards the New Japan Cup, um, yeah. as it's coming up in March, and GOD right. seems to already have you know a possible next new next yeah. challengers lined up. 
but we'll, we'll get to that in, in a second. Uh, but this is my match of the, of the two of the two nights uh, with Ta- Takahashi Hiromu Takahashi versus Show for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, yeah, these uh, these two guys uh, definitely did uh, everything to beat the crap out of each other. Almost, uh, yeah, they almost went slow. Uh, did they almost go slow? Yeah, they they went a little longer went, than than the yeah they went thirty five minutes. Uh, it's the longest ever match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship is the thirty the thirty five minutes and four seconds or whatever the match went. Yeah. The longest match that that has ever ended in a finish in a decisive finish for that championship. Now we we've talked about the show and. Uh, you know, how he's, you know, gotten, you know, had been able to be highlighted so much since Yo's injury and how he's become this uh, single star. I think to me, this show right here, this match kind of basically for me and for Ishida, for anybody, just set a point in him as without that one of the top five, if not maybe top three juniors in the division. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, because it was a main event spot for the juniors, which you know doesn't come as often. But with Hiromu's popularity, there es- the the junior division is being escalated that way, and um, and show really, you know, proved his worth that he deserved to be there as well. Um, it was a hard fought, you know, back and forth match. You know, Hiromu, of course, taking the victory in the end, but uh. It was a hell of a contest, you know. I I felt it was well paced. It was, although it was thirty five minutes, it didn't really feel like a long match. Um, which sometimes, you know, the longer matches can you you feel it's a long match. This one didn't really feel like that. It was paced well. Um, you know, it was pretty much back and forth most of the match until kind of the ending sequence. So I don't think even in the loss, it really hurt show that much. Um, you know, it wasn't like he was just squashed in a few minutes. Um. So I think show definitely proved that he, you know, he's a top player in the division. And which brings us to our, our, our questions. What's going to happen with yo returns? Uh, yeah. Do they jump right? Ignore it? Do they jump right back in the tag division or does yo start trying to see how he works as a single star? I think it depends on the timing of yo's return, you know, is, is show you know in in a feud for a championship, or is he kind of floating amongst in between between feuds that they can just kind of team to get start teaming together and look to get the junior tag titles back? Um, I think that would probably be what Yo would want. I would assume Yo would want to get the junior tag titles back, as he probably feels kind of guilty that they had to you know relinquish them like they did, um, you know, costing his partner a championship reign. So I would think that would be his his first goal, but you know, show may have different things in mind. We don't know. Yeah, uh, definitely interesting uh, with what's going to happen between those two. Uh, and yeah, I, I thought the match overall, you know, you know, was was just great overall, um, and I love it. Uh, I, I really like it. Yeah, I mean, I will say this uh, now. With show being, you know, seeing, you know, coming out now looking like that, 
a big star. I mean, it, it will definitely make the, them look even better as a tag team. And let's just be honest. The, the junior tag team division it needs a little bit of beefing up. And yeah, I it needs a few more extra teams, need, really. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, and, and I think, yeah, you can maybe hold off on the show, give them another run uh, as, as, as tag team, and then see from there at some point. But right now you've proven that show is, is a top uh, junior single star, and, yeah, you cannot derail that too, too long. Yeah, and so next uh, we are brought uh, to uh, well, I too post match. Well, before post match, uh, speaking of oh uh, yes, juniors, uh, Bullet Club, ELP, and uh, Teiji Ijimori come out and attack Kuromu. Uh, of course, uh, Bushi comes up for the save, uh, and you know ELP wants wants uh, that uh, that juniors championship. Uh, but um, Hiromu, you know, kind of said, you know, put up or shut up. So it looks like we may be getting a possible title versus titles match. Well, um, I would think that we would get probably two different title matches would be my guess is that you'd get, you know, it was kind of like, hey, I'll defend my title against you if you defend your titles against us. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would do it in one match. I think it'd probably be two different matches. Um but it that's kind of the that would kind of be the seems to be the trade off, yeah. Because Hiromu doesn't have to prove anything to ELP. He beat him night one of Wrestle Kingdom. You know yep. he already beat him on the way to winning the championship. So ELP hasn't really earned himself a championship opportunity just yet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which definitely gives them uh, more stuff. Uh, to do, you know, with, with you know, yeah, whether they do them at the same time or separately, uh, yeah, you give it keeps uh, Hiromu busy and all over the place. Which, you know, with Hiromu being one of your top uh stars, uh, you can see uh, you know, him main eventing all these shows and being put in, you know, in all these spots. Yeah, let's uh, more Hiromu is better for New Japan Pro Wrestling, isn't that right, Eric? Yeah, I I I I love Eric's uh, technical expertise in New Japan since becoming a New Japan boy. Yes, yes, he's, he's still a young lion in, in his yeah. That's true. We're still, we're still learning. I'm just uh, here that, so I don't get fined. The the Gabriel kid of FW Radio. Oh goodness, Gabe kid. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, a, a few opening matches, uh, you know, the, you know, in the second night as well, uh, they had actually seven matches, uh, which I think is the most matches they've had in a single night since, you know, they reopened in the pandemic. Yeah, they, well, they, it, uh, it was supposed to be but, six, yeah. and it kind of transferred it to seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not going to talk about the uh, other the matches. Tag matches uh, and stuff, I think, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we saw more between uh, Bullet Club and Los Ingobernables, and again, more between Hiromu and ELP there. Um, a very playful Naito there, also with uh, a post match with Hiromu. They, they were having some fun uh, post match. But then, of course, we also saw a, a, the 
team, tag team of that Yano and Okada versus Dick Togo and Evil, uh, which looks like we didn't get Okada versus Evil. Uh, you know, I guess in in the, in the near future. Uh, well, so, we got it already, and then it ended in a a disqualification. So we might get yeah. You know, the next yeah. the next big show seems to be Castle Attack. So yeah. we might get it on one of the Castle Attack shows. Uh, Maybe so, a yeah, disqualification, so, you know, stipulation or something. Yeah, uh, but yeah, definitely, I do think that they're they're not done. Uh, with what between those two, um, you know, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what what happens uh, because yeah, evil is definitely not done uh, with the rainmaker. Uh, then we saw that the match that all, uh, you know that we were all anticipating with the return of Sling uh, Blade, uh, Jay White, and the Gorillas of Destiny, uh, you know, representing the new era of Bullet Club. Uh, versus real era. Oh, sorry, the real era. My bad. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's his era. No matter what type of era it is, all right. It's Jay White's um, era, yes. But yeah, but yeah, the real era. Um, and we saw them uh, unsuccessfully. Uh, you know, uh, be, they were able, they weren't successful in trying to win the never six man tag team championship, which was a shock to me. I thought they were gonna win it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Yoshihashi, Goto, and Ishii got uh, the win. And uh, I know, give me your thoughts on the show real quick. Though I was, you know, post match looks like we have, you know, Goto and Yoshihashi as possible contenders uh, for you know for the tag team championships, which leads to another Ishii versus Jay White singles match because I know that the Jay White still wants revenge against Ishii. Well, Jay White said he, he wanted revenge against Ishii. Ishii also gave him a challenge after New Year's Dash, said, get right, you know, heal yourself up, take some time off, and then come back and we'll fight again. So Ishii already kind of laid down the gentleman's challenge. Um, the match was good and fun. You know, the six-man matches can sometimes be a little chaotic, but this one I felt was, was, was well done. Um, yeah, a little surprised that the Chaos team retained, but they're... A, Apparently undefeated as a trios team, um, so it's you know they're they're pretty much they got the game on their on their uh, shoulders. I think they know how to how to work together as a team, and this was the first ever time that God and Jay White had teamed as a trio. So that kind of put it a little bit of disadvantage as far as having Jay White in the mix with a God. Um, but uh, God, you know, just coming off the night before, a very hard fought. You know, victory over the dangerous techers and disqualification, which we talked about. But then they go back the next night for for uh, you know trying to win another title. So, kudos to them for the for the double duty on back to back nights. Um, but it was yeah, it was just the chaos team was just too much for him. Yeah. And in your main event uh, for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships, Kota Ibushi. <laughs> Defeats Sonata uh, to retain uh, the two titles in almost 30 minutes. I think it was like 27 minutes and change, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't remember the exact time on the match now. But what did you think of the match itself? Uh, the, the match was fine. I'm not super big on the either guy. 
But the match was good. It was back and forth. You saw a lot of similar sequences from each guy, you know, as they're very evenly matched in a lot of ways. Um, I was a little surprised when uh, Sonata kicked out after the uh, Kamigoye uh, to the back of the head, then the front, and he still kicked out. I was a little surprised by that. I was surprised when uh, he did his O'Connor roll with the back bridge and Ibushi barely kicked out. Um, I remember hopping up a little bit on that one myself. Um, so they had me going for that near fall, but, um, Abushi needs to hold the belts. You know, he's, he's going for the godlike status and you have to keep defending them and you have to have a lengthy reign in order to, con- you know, consider yourself that, but it seems that yet again, post match, it seems we're getting challenges lined up, um, for not, not the double titles, but just one of the titles. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was, this was definitely a, a surprising one, but uh, yeah, Naito came out and challenged um, Kota Ibushi for an Intercontinental Championship match. Um, but I mean, he, he knows for he the big one. Well, he knows he doesn't deserve the big one because he lost them, and he lost them decisively. So he's that's why he said he was going to challenge for the one. But he doesn't want Kota Ibushi to unify the belts and make them one. He still wants to keep them separate. That's why he was only challenging for one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's he's held the IC belt several times, so it's kind of a belt that he's known for. Um, and he hopes to get it back soon. Yeah. Uh, who knows? We, we may get a big, big match at Castle Attack um, for the belt uh, unless they hold off for uh, the – Finals of the New Japan Cup or whatnot, but yeah, that'd be an interesting one because uh, you know, for all purposes, we I really thought they were really gonna do the uh, unification because you know it's what Kota Bush has been talking about publicly, and you know, and why would they why would why would New Japan acknowledge this and you know make it a big deal if they're not gonna do it? But I think. Yeah, with this here, I, I could have seen a possibility where they can be split and we can uh, continue uh, with the uh, with the New Japan uh, in a kind of championship, the other BGP in a kind of championship separate. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, really fun two nights uh, on, on these shows. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love Ibushi, but I think he's got to have the right opponents at times. I think when he's uh, w- with somebody who de- doesn't always necessarily click, uh, it's not always the best look in scenarios and, and the point that really – I haven't seen him really click with anyone other than Okada, to be honest, um, in matches. Uh, and, but, yeah, they he gets put in positions and, you know, they need an opponent for – uh, for Ibushi, uh, and I guess this one made sense. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, but the Castle Rock, Castle Rock is coming up uh, soon. Um, and the press, be- press conference is happening over the next couple of days. I assume we'll talk about Castle Attack, talk uh, about the Roku Channel. Um, you know, possible next challengers for the various title belts. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't believe they've yet announced uh, the 
uh, full the the the, uh, the brackets or the the contestants for the uh, New Japan Cup. No, they have they have not yet. So that that'll be fun. Uh, so Eric, overall, uh, what are your thoughts on the two nights of the new beginning in Hiroshima? Yes. So uh, I couldn't have put it better myself. Um, now um, we go from uh, the new beginning to the no surrender that's happening this Saturday. Uh, because before you surrender to your Valentine's, you will surrender to Impact Wrestling live from wherever it is uh, it, it, that they film in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, this will be airing uh, live. Uh, I believe this is an Impact Plus special. Yep. And, well, uh, here are your nine matches. Can't imagine all of them will be, you know, all on the main show, but, you know, who cares? Uh, that Decay... Uh, versus uh, uh, versus Tenille Dashwood and Triple XL, uh, Jordan Grace, Jazz and OBD ODB versus Diana Parasso, Kimberly and Susan. I guess ODB is back. Not yes, yes, she but, did come back. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. Um, She's already made enemies. She, she stay tuned. Uh, Jake Sum and Diener. I'm sorry, versus Diener. Um, uh, Fire and Flame uh, versus Havoc and Nevea for the, yeah. the Texas Tornado no disqualification match. Um, that is, yeah, never mind. we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. Look, I'm, I'm gonna I'm always gonna get it wrong. English is not my first language. No, 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 no. I, I had nothing nothing to say about you. It was about one of the competitors, but we're not uh, we're not gonna go there. We ain't got that kind of time, y'all. No. Mm-hmm. Um, then a triple threat revolver match to uh, for the number one contendership of the Impact X Division Championship uh, with Ace Austin versus Blake Christian versus Chris Bay versus Daivari versus Josh Alexander versus Suicide versus Trey Miguel versus Willie Mack. So everybody else not booked on this show, basically. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona versus Brian Mayers and Hernandez. If that's not a very mixed match right there. Well, it's I don't the, know what the, it fall, the falling out between Myers and Cardona, you know, more rec- is re- the recent storyline with that. Yeah. So, so they've encountered each, each other already? I did not know this. Yeah, they haven't fought yet, but they've—they've. I don't think they've fought, but they've—they've they've kind of been going at each other recently, yeah. rather than teaming together. So, this wow. is kind of the first time that Hernandez is at back. each other. Yes, Hernandez comes and goes kind of as he pleases, seemingly. Hernandez wow. is just there for gambling, making his paychecks and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a um, hitman for hire, essentially. There we go. Uh, TJP versus uh, R- uh, Rohit Raju for the uh, X Division Championship. Uh, Rich Swan defends the Impact World Championship versus Tommy Dreamer because, yes, Tommy Dreamer deserves a title match in 2021. You know, and it's the not pandemic old is real. Rules. 
It's yeah. actual wrestling rules. Tommy Dreamer has to fight. He's got to actually wrestle. He doesn't get to fight. Uh-huh. The question is, can he keep up? I mean, no. I think you can fit three he, rich he swans go, in one. He can't go all Tommy night long. Dreamer. He can't. Tommy Dreamer can't go all night long anymore. He's, he can't he's handle it. Old. Nope. Um, and uh, the Good Brothers uh, will be uh, defending the Impact World Tag Team Championships against Chris Saban and James Storm and Private Party. So, well, we know why Saban and Storm were added. Yes. So that the Good Brothers can win, but Private Party doesn't have to take the fall. Quite possibly, yeah. That seems when you have a mismatched team versus two, you know, regular tag teams, you, the mismatched team is possibly going to be taking the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess interesting they decide card, who's going to take some the Interesting fall. matches. Yeah. Um, you know, some good stuff. Decay adding Black Taurus to the group, I think, is a big is a big get for them. Um, as Black Taurus is is very very good and. You know, he he fits kind of the decay gimmick because he's just kind of is very out there, you know, with the wrestling with the full Taurus head. It's not like an entrance. It's not like an entrance helmet that he takes off. He wrestles in that full thing. Yeah, that was um, super cool to see. And, uh, you know, it, yeah, he's definitely a big get for Impact. I like him a lot, um, which I could see him again live. We saw him one time at MLA, um, and he was really impressive. Uh that we the triple threat revolver match. I'm not really sure what what that the rules of the triple threat revolver are, but there's eight guys in the match, so I don't know how that's a triple threat. Maybe there's some rules if I follow the Wikipedia link that will tell me what the heck a triple threat revolver match is. Uh, it does not have specifically. So I don't know. It takes the link and it just leads me to gimmick match type of type of matches or gimmick matches. So <laughs> they don't even the Wikipedia doesn't know the rules to the triple threat revolver match. Um, so I don't know what it entails, but like I said, there's eight guys. So it's it seems a little weird. That it's triple threat unless it's like a triple threat. And every time a, new, a guy gets eliminated, the next guy comes in or something kind of like a gauntlet style. I don't know. But it's all that way. It always remains three people. Um, but I mean, you know, W or not WWE TNA loves to do their weird, ass weird gimmick matches. Yeah, yeah, so it's probably something weird like that, where it's like I'm guessing triple threat, three guys in at all times. One guy gets eliminated, the next guy comes, another guy comes in and takes his place, and then it keeps going until you're down to the final three. Um, that way, it's always fast paced X division style action because you got to have three guys in there. Um, yeah. So yeah. So apparently that that's that's kind of that's kind of how they is sort of explained. Um, it is the first ever triple threat revolver match. First, first ever. Yeah, that's why they create the weird rules just so they could say yeah. first ever. So so three three people are in a match every time a competitor is eliminated, one more comes in. So they always have three people until the end. Okay, gotcha. So I, my guess was pretty spot on. Then, all right, pretty much. Yeah, look at that. Uh, you always got you always you always got to keep three people in there. So yeah. every time somebody gets pinned or gets submitted, then uh, you bring in a new contestant. In. So there'll always be gotcha. three people until you have a winner. All right. 
Yeah, because that makes so much sense. Well, it's, you know, yet again, it's an, it's an interesting concept. It's the gauntlet match, but it's got to be a triple threat gauntlet match instead of a regular gauntlet match, which is two guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, I, I would like to think that the world uh, championship match is going to headline this show. But, you know, uh, I, I, I fear that the tag team title match is going to be the headliner. Uh, probably so because it's in the cross promotional war, you know, with AEW and uh, an Impact. So I I would guess that that's probably the big storyline, you know, because you have Private Party coming in with Matt Hardy. Um, so I definitely don't think you're going to put them on a, a lower level match in the card. Yeah, the Forbidden Door is open. No, the Forbidden Door was to Japan. Yeah, that was the Forbidden Door. Them. All of them are the forbidden doors. All doors uh, are forbidden. Don't open them. Well, don't uh, ever open speaking, any door ever. Spe- speaking of forbidden doors, Joey Janela crossed the forbidden door from the YouTube, from T, from uh, TNT, from uh, AEW's YouTube channel over to Dynamite. So it was nice to see him live on on, on TV as he was unsuccessful in challenging. Uh, Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. Uh, I wonder who will be the next YouTuber to cross over. Um, yeah. Ho- ho- hopefully this will put him back on the show um, more often because he's one of the guys who people, I think, really want to see. Um, and, yeah, how about Lee Johnson, uh, you know, he, from here from Atlanta, getting a contract with AEW and joining the uh, uh the American Nightmare family finally gets a win. Finally gets his contract. Good for him. Yep. I think it's, he was like zero and twenty-one or something because he had been done. He had done so many enhancement matches. No. So he finally gets his win. He finally gets his contract. Good for him. Yeah, definitely a guy who I really, I really like to hear in the Atlanta locals, independents. Lee, Lee Johnson definitely has has it. You can't you can't talk about the the forbidden door without talking about their big match though, Mox with the big the big no disqualification match. Well, I was getting there. Okay, you were getting there. You were just getting there slow. You were getting there too the slow. Match. I thought you were talking about Thunder Rosa. Well, you know that's not no. the, that's just the start of the tournament. But. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but no, I I just I know that you know I actually watched the uh, post match promo that Lee made here. Uh, where he thanked all of his trainers, Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, and Arn Anderson. No uh, thanking of QT, though. No thanking no, of QT. No, even though QT was right there. He said, even Brandy, <laughs> which was the funny story. He says, even Brandy. I thank her for all her help support. I Never think it's once. To set up, I think it's to set up a teacher versus student feud. You think so? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a setup. I, I, just, I don't I think it was by funny. mistake, but it was kind of funny because yeah, QT was like standing right there, like, uh, <laughs> what about me? Like, I know. What about me? I was in the one doing the, in the ring taking bumps with you. Come on. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's like, I wasn't honestly, in there taking bumps. <laughs> uh, let's be honest, right? Sure, did Cody, you know, help you know elevate his game? Did Cody give him a platform uh, by sh- you know by being involved? Yeah, but let's just. 
you know, everybody can attest. I think QT is the heart and soul of, you know, the one time, one full factory, not the nightmare factory, because he's the one there all the yeah, time. Yeah, he's the one there all the time. He's, he's your head coach, basically. The others are there I mean, to give insight and stuff as they can, but yeah, he's right. there every day. So I running, thought, yeah, I thought it was the, funny. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? It'll be interesting to see if they do something with it, but I just thought it was so funny that he was omitted. Uh, if it was by accident, it, even more funny, but it was on purpose. It'll be interesting to see what they do with QT uh, going forward. Uh Pac destroyed uh, Ryan Nemeth. You think he thought he he was his brother and he was trying to you know beat the crap out of the WWE superstar. I think he took out his frustrations on WWE on Ryan Nemeth. I might have the no. the the little ziggles. Um. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he. I, I, I mean, the, the kid tried, but I mean, you know, he he might as well. Have been anybody, you know, should have been anybody else because I mean, I mean, he also looks a lot like his brother, so that I don't think that helped. Maybe Pike did think he was wrestling Dolph and uh, <laughs> decided to uh, give him a little extra. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Pog looks great. I, I want to see him uh, uh, be be more involved, uh, do more stuff. You know, hopefully soon. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, okay, uh, so apparently, uh, Sammy Guevara is no longer part of uh, the. Uh, oh, I was going to call it the, the final order. The inner, inner circle. Inner, the inner circle. circle. Yeah, I know. I know. My name is just final not, order. I know exactly. <laughs> Where the heck did I get that name? Jesus. Uh, yeah. So you know, it's funny that you know of all the people who who get. Who leave the? It's Sammy. Cause I mean, I mean, look, Sammy annoys me. Cause I mean, cause just because he acts like you know a child that sticks his tongue out all the time, you know. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I guess this they they want to do more with him, um, and this is why he's uh, no longer part of the dark. Uh, the dark house by call it something else. The inner circle. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Do we need to get Remind you cue cards? some alcohol next time, huh? Do we need to get you some cue cards? I, you got to give me something. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, you know, is this the right move for Sa- yeah. Sammy? Uh, without the Dark Order, are they even going to remember? Oh, the Dark Order, Jesus Christ. We're live, folks. Without the inner circle, the, the really Sammy fit anywhere else? Other than uh, the YouTube channel, I mean, they see a lot in Sammy, and I, I, I don't really agree or disagree. I, I think Sammy's just kind of, kind of mid tier. Um, somebody that might can challenge Darby Allen somewhere along the line or whatnot, but uh, sure, good, good for Sammy for leaving. I guess I don't know. Yeah, we'll see if it plays out. We'll see if it uh, if it does anything, you know, where it leads him. I don't know. I assume he's going to be fighting against the inner circle, but I don't think Sammy Guevara really works well as a good guy. He's he's so well at making you not like him, um, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, 
I mean, this could also all be just uh, a master plan by MJF to destroy the inner circle from within, you know, by slowly getting rid of people. I don't know. We don't do I really follow storytelling around here. Come on. I really haven't followed uh, up with a lot of, you know, this is probably the first uh, Dynamite show that I've actually watched from top to finish. Um, oh, right. Well, good for you. You know, instead of cherry picking, uh, it's also easier now that I have, uh, you know, I, I have TNT again. So, um, but yeah, um, where was I going with this next match? Okay, uh, uh, it was a first round match in the women's eliminator tournament. Kind of weird to say that that way, but it's fine. Uh, and Thunder Rosa versus Layla Hirsch. Um. Yeah, and uh, Thunder Rosa with the win. She looked good here. Now, I don't think I've, I can't say I've seen Layla Hirsch wrestle before. Um, she's done some yeah, other stuff with looked- them. You know, she's she's pretty decent. She's still young. You know, um, uh, she did stuff on YouTube. She's also done Dynamite too, though. Um, yeah. but uh, but she yeah, she's been with them off and on for a few months. Um. But she found her way into the tournament and, you know, got put against who I would consider one of the top seeds for the uh, the tournament to win the tournament would be Thunder Rosa. Definitely on the American side is Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Um, Layla Hirsch is pretty good. Um, I saw her at Queens of Combat a, a few times. Um, has one of the prettiest moonsaults I've ever seen. Um, she's... She's good. Um, she's still got a lot to learn, though, and um, which is why you know Thunder is a beater. Uh, but yeah, I think the American side of the tournament is Thunder Roses to lose. Um, I'm still kind of shocked that uh, Swole wasn't in this. Yeah, that's true. Being that she's you know she's not in it, Layla Hirsch gets the gets the spot in, and she doesn't. Um, yeah, a little strange, but I mean, there were a couple of people that you thought kind of like. I'm still a little shocked that Rio's on the American side. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me either. Yeah, but whatever. We all know who's really going to win this tournament. Maki Ito. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. So I guess that that means we we do not know who's winning because apparently we don't we're not even on the same page on on who is actually winning, but that's no. cool. No, um, all right, uh, and yeah. So then uh, the main event for uh, the evening uh, it was the false count anywhere match. Uh, Kenny Omega and Kenta versus John Moxley and Lance Archer. Uh, they fall everywhere. Uh, I mean, they got close to the kitchen sink. They used to everything except for the kitchen sink. I mean, they did use a box of potatoes. Um, what a waste of potatoes. Uh, but yeah, uh, beat the crap out of uh, each other. Uh, I really enjoyed this match. Um, uh, I, I, I would say I was a little surprised about Jake Roberts there getting involved. Uh, 
you know, and you know, I, I guess you know, in, in the shape that he is, he the DDT wouldn't have looked good. But you know, hey, Carl Anderson did a good job selling that clothesline. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it was really a fun match, and uh, it took uh, Omega and the Good Brothers uh, to get uh, to get Archer up uh, for the One Wing Angel. Uh, so, but this match, uh, I mean, it, it had everything it needed to have, uh, and of course, the Good Brothers getting involved to help uh, Omega and. You know, just uh, seeing, uh, I almost called them Ambrose, um, seeing Moxley and Kenta, uh, you know, fight until the ring in the ending. It just uh, left a lot of chaos uh, and a lot to look forward to as, uh, yeah, as we have uh, Kenta versus Moxley coming up. In uh, what, less, about two less weeks. than two weeks, yeah, yeah. Two, two um, so here's one of the big things though that we talk about the Forbidden Door is they said that on New Japan World they were going to be showcasing some of the footage from the match, um, of a from AEW Dynamite on New Japan World t- starting tomorrow. So there's part of the Forbidden Door, you know, you've had your talent exchange, and then now they'll they'll feature some of that for some of the fans who may not be able to get Dynamite, you know, wherever they live. You know, some international fans, perhaps they get to see the exchanges between Moxley and um, and Kenta. Yeah, um, it's this is a weird little triangle that we're in here with Impact, the New Japan, and AEW. But I can't honestly say I hate it. Um, I, I, I can't wait to see where we go from here, honestly. Uh, there's a lot of quote-unquote dream matches, I guess, that are floating between the three promotions. And, yeah, um, the Forbidden Door is open. Interesting enough, uh, two, three years ago, this would have been Ring of Honor in the AEW spot. Yep. Yeah, with the partnership. Um, yeah. Now they're left to their own device, of course. Uh, you know, with um, Ring Warner. I mean, they're, they're they're just quietly keep doing their thing, taping. I think out of Maryland, uh, re yeah. resigning a lot of their talent, and also officially signing, um, based his yeah. name, uh, Edwards, um. Edwards? No, that's not his name. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. But, yeah. Uh, it, it is kind of funny that, that this relationship, I think, is not going to end anytime soon. I mean, it could potentially end with New Japan if, you know, once they um, do the thing with Kenta and Moxley. Uh, you know, I, I got to think Moxley's going to lose the belt because having Moxley or anybody else outside of New Japan with the belt is not going to uh, it's not going to help, you know, it's just going to keep the belt hostage like it has been. So uh, here's so, a question. Would they do Moxley Kenta on Strong? Yeah, it's going to be they, on Strong. Yes. It's technically going to okay. be on Strong, yeah. yeah I it, wasn't it, sure. It, it, they're basically two weeks back to back of uh, new new beginning in the you know the USA, 
and it's gonna hit me end with Kenta versus Moxley for the title. I was gonna say because the only other option would really be putting it on an AEW show, and I don't I don't know if we're we're at that part of the forbidden door yet. I don't know if they're that wide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No. Uh, although we'll probably see more cross promotion until then. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. O'Shea Edwards, that's it. O'Shea, yeah. uh, finally getting you know that official contract signing with Ring yeah. of Honor. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been crazy the way that they've expanded it with Kenta and New Japan, um, especially while. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers acknowledge themselves as Bullet Club members, um, or whatever that. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Uh, I don't hate it, and you know that's what companies want to do, right? They want to work together. They want to companies work with other companies. Uh, so yeah, let's do it. If it's gonna help some of the talent, yes, but let's enhance the right talent, and let's not just. Uh, put a certain number of people over everywhere. Uh, that's just what I want to see happen. So, yeah, uh, that was uh, that was it. Uh, so this Sunday, NXT Takeover, uh, Vengeance Day, or as Eric Saint like Valentine's to call it, Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, it will be what seven p.m. Uh, Eastern. Live on WWE Network. Um, enjoy it, people. This will, this will be the very last takeover on uh, the WWE Network proper in the United States. As uh, so, you know, going forward for the next five years, you'll see uh, all the action available on the Peacock. Uh, get, get it on the cock. Mm-hmm. Vince uh, loves cocks. So, yeah. That was a long form story that played out. He loves taking years later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you know, the whole DX segment where he loves cops, uh, um, uh, where he had, they had the shirt or whatever, because it came out with like, you know, Vince loves dicks. Like he loves Dick Ebersol and Dick Cheney uh, and all that kind of stuff. So, and now his network is on the Peacock. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Trips was right. Well, and he's getting pretty much he's he's getting paid a you know a good amount of money for that cop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an adult, yeah. I swear. No, we're not. We're not. We're really not. But it's we're adult men, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to dig apart jokes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. All those jokes came, you know, started coming out as soon as they announced they they decided to name it. Peacock, the streaming service, yeah. you know, what, a year, two, three years ago when they came up with this. Uh, I, I mean, sorry. I, I mean, their, their whole brand, you know, NBC Universal's brand is it's the Peacock. That's their logo, the, the Peacock. Yeah. Logo. You, don't, you don't get that name and not expect people, you know, to not. Talk fun, you know, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But now the basic man, you know, is there. Uh, the uh, generic jackhammer himself. Um, yeah. Balls the size of grapefruits. Yeah. Peacock is just, uh, yeah. 
Just another chapter. Um, yeah, so here we are, NXT TakeOver, uh, uh, Vengeance Day, also known as uh, Valentine's Day Massacre to air. Um, we're air live um, in, uh, yeah, on WWE Network, live uh, from uh, the CWC uh, in Orlando, Florida. And, yeah, so let's go ahead and take a look and make our predictions on our matches. We start out with uh, the United States. Why is my talking about the United States? This is the wrong brand. The North American Championship. Um, we have Johnny Gargano the, defending for the last time against Kushida. Kushida, Kushida, Kushida. Don't go off on too long of a rant. We only got two hours. Y'all are just wrong. I, I, I just I don't understand that. Like, Kushida attacks Gargano backstage for no reason. You know, he's just minding his own business. Um, completely just shattered. Just being a twat, you know? Completely shattered Gargano's arm. And the fact that, you know, Regal is just... It, it, it's it's just an all it's all a big conspiracy, and it's just a shame. But with one arm, Johnny Gargano can beat Kushida. So it, it's just another day in uh, another day for the way, and Johnny Gargano will come out on top, just as Johnny Gargano does. First of all, Kushida very touched. His arm completely shattered it. You saw the X. Second of all, Kashida healed his arm live on uh, NXT TV in the USA Network. It's still injured, you know. But Gargano, the Gargano grit can get you through anything, and that's what he's trying to teach Indian and Austin. But you know, Austin's a little slow. He he'll he'll eventually catch on. Indy's already got um, it. Indy's already got it. They, they, even though they both lost on NXT TV, you know, especially. Indy sacrificed herself for Candice, and it was it, it was just it was fantastic. It was beautiful, and and, and Candice understands it. Candice understands. So um, while Eric uh, still does not believe that denial is more than just a river. Um, I guess that Danny and I can speak freely to that Kushida will become the new North American Championship. Oh, champion. time out. Bull crap. Why do all the Japanese uh, matches on the AEW Women's Tournament go to YouTube? That's ass. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. I didn't realize that. I just saw the little promo for it, and every single one of the Japanese matches are on the YouTube channel. That's ass. Are, are you surprised? No, but fuck AEW. Yeah, because we were hoping they were going to get a platform finally, right? We thought. Yeah, that's... Uh, we thought... Too much credit. And I believe you actually did ask, Danger, if this was going to be like the, the women's tag tournament. Yeah. And, surprise. 
trash ass. Anyways, continue. Mm. Continue being wrong. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. I, I was just waiting for Danger to um to confirm we're both uh, on the right way with Kushida here. Yeah, no, of course. That's why I was chanting Kushida at the very beginning. But yeah, of course. I always root for Kushida. I can't Kushida root on the record for yeah. yeah. Can't um, root against Kushida. He's too good. No, definitely. Of course. Uh, the first of many championships he will get uh, in uh, WWE. Uh, but yeah, putting an end. Maybe this time he'll actually break. He, You know what? He should break the other arm. That way he can make him even. Wow. This is just... This is... This is excruciating. Like, mm. y'all are so mean for no reason. What has Johnny ever done except give his all? And and it's Johnny Takeover. We're at a takeover. Duh. Or yeah, or in the in the infamous words of the longest reigning SmackDown women's champion, Ding Dong, hello. I'm sorry, but uh, is Johnny Gargano the, um, the Sasha Banks of uh, you know title defenses on pay per view? No, he's held the. He's never had a match on pay per view. I mean, uh, on the network. I mean, how many times did he wrestle uh, Adam Cole and not won the title? Uh, he won the title from Adam Cole, so. But he also lost. It. Okay, cool. Champions lose. How many times has Hulk Hogan lost the title? Listen, let's not talk what, about what? Hulkster. Yeah, I know, right? But don't disparage the name. It's not my fault that Johnny Gargano is better than Hulk Hogan ever wished he could be. Listen, we're talking about NXT here. Exactly. All right. And Johnny Gargano is NXT. Moving on, uh, for the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. Completely out of left field. I never would have thought GYV beats um, Ciampa and Thatcher. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, a little surprised there too, but I guess you need bad guys in the in the finals. So you put the grizzled young veterans there, and I I, yeah. I assume we give MSK the rub. I guess so. Um, I don't think you grizzled young think... veterans are winning it. Yeah, see, you would think that, but I I'm going with the with, with the grizzled young veterans. Okay, I mean, just in terms of dynamics, I would say MSK would probably be more of a a better matchup against uh, do, do they have a name just outside of Orkin and Birch? Um, no, I don't think they do. I don't think they technically have a tag team name for the brand. I guess we'll, we'll go with that for the brand. Um, I guess it would be more, you know, the normal face versus heel, but I think GYV versus for the brand would actually be a really damn good match. Hard hitting yeah. is hell. Oh, excuse me, gosh. Yeah, I think so, but I think I think they may go with the Grizzle Young veterans here. It'll be a good match either way. 
Yeah, it'll be a fun match. The, I mean, but yeah, definitely not the match I thought that we were gonna get. Um at all. No. So yeah, interesting. Uh but yeah, here we go. Um and in the women's the first ever women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Ember and Shotzi all the way. I think I got to go with the fire pit. Yeah, Ember and Shotzi. Um, you know, just like Wade Barrett said, this whole tournament played out exactly the way he thought it would. And, you know, it, it played out exactly the way I thought it would, too. Um, and it's going to end with Dakota and Raquel as your first ever NXT Dusty Cup champions. I mean, I know I can't name a single correct word today, but you're just full of bad predictions, Eric. They're not predictions. They're spoilers. Thank I you, do Eric. Think that, I do think that this is actually going to be whoever wins it, honestly, because I'm good with either team winning it. Um, this will be the first time that a pair of NXT women will win the uh, women's tag team titles. Um, whether it be well, Dakota, so you Raquel. think that the you think that the winner then goes on to win the is that what they're they're getting? They're getting yeah, a yeah, shot. they get a title shot. Yeah, okay. Regal announced that Wednesday, yesterday he announced it. Okay. Um, so whether it be Shotzi and Ember or um. Dakota and Raquel, I think whoever it is actually wins the the the, I, the women's tag titles. Interesting. Yeah, but both Dusty Classic winners get a tag team title. Okay. Well, yeah, I knew with the men's, but that's also because there's a an NXT tag team championship for men. I didn't realize they were getting the the big tag title. Because you know, originally they said it was supposed to be all three brands, but then. They kind of forgot that NXT existed. Yeah, they, they they do that quite a good bit. They bring every once it's like once every few months they maybe bring it to NXT and have a defense or something. But usually they they stay just on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Yep. Um, where were we? Uh, all right, the women's uh championship triple threat. Io Shirai versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. I think we're all going to have differing opinions on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony Storm, it's Tony time. I think Io retains. I think she's still got a lot to do with that belt. Yeah, I'm. I'm going with Io. No love I for just, Mercedes. I, I just don't see. I I, I, I I like to think that Tony Tony is going to go to to the main roster. I so I, I just have a feeling she'll move up sooner than later. And uh, yeah, I think uh, EO's reign will will remain. And see, I'm thinking the exact opposite. I'm thinking EO is going up. But I mean. Hell, we could both be right. Um, Mercedes could win, and Tony and Io could go up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and uh, in what should be your main event of the evening, 
for the NXT Championship. Finn Balor defends against Pete Dunne. I've been going I back want, and forth this one. I want to say Finn retains because I'm not that big a Pete fan, but they could give the belt to Pete. Yeah, I mean, you got to do something with Pete right now. This is, I mean, you've already put, put, you know, put Kyle O'Reilly over him twice. Um, I feel like you got you to do something. If you're not going to move him up to the main roster, unless he loses and he does go to the main roster, um, you know, but then again, I just fear that because of his size, you know, because I think uh, I, I just when I see him, I just think, you know, the, that Vince will see him and think like he's the British version of he's a, a vanilla midget. Yeah, he's a vanilla yeah. midget is what Vince is so, going to think. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably team him up with, get with, uh, with uh, what's the, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I, I'm afraid. Tag team losing a tag team already. They'll put. They'll find another team for him. That's what he With does. Otis. He just bounces around from team to team. <laughs> Look, he he's so Robert small Rude, and he was, he was, think yeah. that Gable and Dunn are one person, like the same person. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. So I've been. I'm just. I, I'm. He's uh, gonna be like Shorty G, my man. No. He's gonna be like, just oh, who you for to? sakes of being different, I'm going with Pete Dunn. I just, I just gotta think that they gotta do something with him, and this is this is the time. And I agree. This time is now. But I also don't want to see Balor's title run end. No, ba- Balor has been doing great. He has, and he's completely revitalized himself after coming back from main roster. But you know, I I gotta I gotta go with Pete Dunn. Plus, yeah, I think Finn Balor also doesn't need the belt at this point. Like he, he, he came to NXT. He did what he's supposed to do. He can very well just be there and do his thing without necessarily having the belt. He can win the belt back. Knows, and Walter's coming. So this is yeah. true. When he comes, everybody beware because we could see a dual NXT champion. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised about that. So who'd you say, Danny? I said Finn Balor. You go Balor? Okay, just... Yeah. That was a minute ago, Danny. Just expect me to remember. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so it's going to be fun. Uh, five great matches, uh, you know, title matches galore and Dusty Classic. Uh, finals, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, a fun show, and I can't wait. It's uh, gonna be live on uh, again until at least five years from now. The last show, um, on WWE Network for the U.S. Uh, subscribers, uh, starting the next day, Cobra, which I gotta imagine is, may happen in April, if not May or June. Um, It'll, it'll be uh, only available, uh, you know, to people who are subscribed to the Peacock. I just don't see where they do it in April unless it was, like, after Mania. Because they could yeah, do I mean, it on a Friday. 
I mean, look, they they could tape it. They they could do it live. They don't have to do fans, you know. You know so true. Just, they can do it anytime they want. They could do a special Wednesday edition of Takeover. Um, That's true. By the fact that, about that. It's, it's it's less than two months away, so I I, I still see that as a slim possibility. So they they may just opt to hold off and do the one in June, May or June, instead. Yeah. Uh, give Great some time to, you know. I mean, they are in Orlando. They could do bat, you know, so many different ones. They could do Bash at the Beach. Hey, you know, we have Bash at the Beach 1994. We talked about it, didn't we? No, we didn't yeah. talk about it, did we? I'm sure we did. We've talked about every single 1994 event that's ever happened. <laughs> Uh, not every <laughs> single one, but we we did talk about it. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I, it's just gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. But there's a I, I mean I foresee a lot of things happening between now and the, and the next takeover. Um, you know, as you you know, you get the post mania call ups. Uh, you know, everybody's been talking about how Karen Cross is ready uh, for. Um, for the main roster, uh, you know, and th- th- he's the kind of guy that people sell, you know, especially a guy like uh, Vince McMahon, uh, you know, uh, I- I- as some would say, who can stick it to the brand, um, you know, that that, that will uh, keep his peacock hard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's going to be interesting uh, to see what yeah. happens and. I was going to say and Scarlet are two pretty much on brand for events. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And look, they, they, they look like they're, they're showing them as, well, not necessarily baby faces. I mean, they're making him face, um, a, you know, the, a, a heel next week. Um, so, in, in Escobar, ran through kind of uh, weird. Yeah. So he ran through Jokon Wild and the other guy. Um Joaquin, is, is not it, Jokon. Yeah, it's, it's Joaquin. You know, like like do you call you call do you called uh Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix Joquin? No, but he's not a joke and DJZ is a joke, so that was that was uh, a joke. I know how to pronounce it. Sure. It was just being an ass. Um and the other guy, isn't the other guy Raul Mendoza? It yes. is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, they've already been destroyed. So, uh, TikTok. It's it's. Yeah. It's time for it's, King Cuerno to go bye bye. Yeah. It's 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 uh, it's kind of weird to see King Cross being a bully. Kind of. With, with yeah. With a cruiserweight kind of. Yeah. You know? Just it's imposing like, his well, will for no damn reason. Yeah. Like yeah, you you gonna mess with the cruiserweight? It reminds me of uh, uh, Ryback messing with the <laughs> you, know, you know backstage those backstage problems when he was a bully. Yeah, like he just it, it's just not no no. I mean, come on, Carry Cross, be a star. We get yeah. we get White Rabbit versus King Cuerno, so should be good. Lucha Underground's um, never truly dead. Well, I mean, Lucha Underground may be dead, but Lucha Azteca, it's it, it's alive and well. Um, but yeah. Speaking of Lucha, 
quick plug, Mucha Lucha Atlanta, uh, MLA here in Atlanta. It's coming back March 14th, uh, live from Norcross, Georgia, uh, which is uh, going to be fun times. Um, I, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Um, you know, and of course, uh, with social distancing and all this, expecting you know, a, 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 probably a, a, a smaller crowd, um, which at, at a venue, it's a very well place to be able to spread out. You can spread definitely spread people out. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I expect those tickets to sell out over the weekend. Can't wait. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Uh, of course, uh, next month, next month, next weekend, uh, not this weekend, but a week from Sunday, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment is back for another set of tapings for um, for Loud, ADLE Loud. But, Danny, uh, yes. some changes uh, for a, for the ADLE tapings uh, going forward starting Mar- uh, February 21st. Yes. Um, so we're going to be working at a studio, an actual television studio. Um, I can't remember the name of the studio off the top of my head. Bright Star or something like that. that um, I think that's right. In Atlanta. So we'll be renting a suite in the studio. So we can't really sell tickets because you kind of have to have a name list as to as to who's allowed in and who's not. So we can't just sell tickets at the door. Um, so AWE has opened up a Patreon where you can jump in and pay $5 to join the Patreon. There's several different levels as well. Where you can see, uh, you know, more backlog content that'll be put on there that we've never released on YouTube before, um, as well as get several other different, you know, deals of breaking news and these kind of things, um, depending on which tier you're at. But it's only going to be open to Patreon members starting at the twenty-five dollar tier. If you're a twenty-five dollar a month Patreon member, you get your name on the list to be there for the taping. And then if there's available, you know, a hundred tickets would be maximum. So and if there's spots left, then uh, it would we would be um, it would allow some of the five dollar Patreon members as well. But it's it's a, diff- a different, very different way of doing it. But we kind of have to change some of the rules. Uh, just part of it, social distancing, and part of it is working at the TV studio. Now, th- this studio, because uh, you know, um, I-, I did get to see some photos of the of the studio. Uh, promoter Josh Wheeler is showing me when we're talking about it. Uh, this looks... Is this the same place where where AWE has done some of their post-match promos in the past? I remember I they used to go to some studio. Sure. I don't um, know. I think, they were, I think they were using Cody's house or something. I think they just rigged up some of his house and stuff, it? didn't they? Because yeah, I, know, I know at one point they were working with this... Uh, group of film students, I think, and they were going to some studio after some sh- tapings of some shows before they were... I mean, the backdrop just looks similar, but I could be way off. And... It, it could be. I don't know. I'm not I'm not really sure where where, AW, where AEW was going. AWE, you mean? No, you said AEW was... Well, I, was, I meant AWE. It's been a long night. Gotcha. We're like that. Yeah, you get you get me confused too. Okay, <laughs> we're all getting confused. Uh, 
No, no. I, I remember there, there were a few a few shows back in uh, not last year, but two years ago, where they were after some uh, shows. They went somewhere oh, else. Oh no, no, that some... that was. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember what you're talking about now. No, I don't. That was um different place, different place. Okay. Yeah. If they look similar because they, they had a that, that reel where sure. Chip Day used the the sword to cut off the uh the cork on the bottle and stuff and mm-hmm. and uh yeah those those were done different place. That was a different place. Gotcha. Well, everybody, head over to uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment on Facebook, uh, and also they're on the Twitter at ATL Wrestling. Uh, for more information on how you can uh, join the, the Patreon club um, and uh, be a part of uh, this exciting uh, tapings live, uh, you know, you can be part of the studio, uh, which is uh, from what I've kind of been teased, uh, a, a similar look to the quad days, which were some of my favorite ones as long as it wasn't raining because I hate mm. when it rains on a daily night, uh, especially when you're trying to find parking. And yes. The quads, you know. Downtown, yeah. Parking yeah. for the quad was a little funny anyways, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, so it's, it's going to be a different look. Uh but no, I'm all about it. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It can't wait, um, and I definitely be I will be there. So everybody, uh, go on to uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment uh, on Twitter or Facebook to find out more about how you can join uh, the Patreon. Uh, I believe that they just released uh, a show um, uh, from uh, the season two premiere from the Quad uh, on Patreon. Uh, for uh, those who are tiers $10 and up. So that's available. And also announced today uh, that not only does Faye Jackson, uh, well, that was previously announced, that Faye Jackson was making her debut, but returning to AWE to face Faye Jackson will be none other than Harlow. Uh, So that broke uh, for patron... uh, club members or how called these people? Um, Patreon subscribers, Patreon. I think. Is yeah, the subscribers. Term. There you go. Patreon subscribers, uh, of course, because you get to be part of this Discord chat, so you get to find out scoops and stuff. So yeah, uh, Harlow will be returning to uh, face uh, Faye Jackson. Uh, so uh, we have that scene uh, Harlow in action in in a while. So definitely excited about that. Uh, so yeah, be be a part of uh, the scene here in Atlanta and let's get loud together as you can watch loud for free on right now TV each Monday night uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern and the replays are all Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern as well um, on uh, the right now TV network. Uh, Yeah. So, it's free, guys, uh, and you get to see a lot of good stuff, you know. Uh, so you do that, watch, and uh, join the Patreon. Um, you will not regret it. Um, and, well, WWE, the main roster start, you know, they, they're on the road to WrestleMania, but before we made pit stops uh, along the way uh, to uh, the Elimination Chamber before we get on the fast lane to WrestleMania. 
And uh, we got a, a couple of uh, matches already announced uh, in uh, the, you know, the Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship as we had uh, Shane O'Mac return on Monday Night Raw for the big announcement uh, that the Elimination match for the WWE Championship will consist with uh, champion Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and The Miz. Interesting lineup, but, you know, I mean, if you're going to pick six top content, you know, the champion and five top contenders, I think that's a pretty good selection. Yeah. Um, so Miz could technically the Miz win, the, win yeah. the belt and be Mr. Money in the Bank, he technically. I mean, yeah. he, it's a hard road, but he could definitely, he could possibly do it. Yeah. Uh, and then running up the rest of the, not the rest of the card, but the first three matches for the card, Oscar versus Lacey Evans for the Raw oh, Women's Championship. Man. Of course, Lacey Evans uh, accompanied by Rick Flair. Oh. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, so uh, they cannot avoid a Flair in an Oscar match. No. <laughs> and I don't know how Lacey Evans got a title shot on the opposite brand after she already lost to Bailey last month. Well, Don't understand that. You know, I mean, she's been feuding with Charlotte, so that I mean, she did defeat Charlotte on Monday Night Raw. Mm, so big whoop. You know, when you beat uh, the woman, you get to face the other woman. I guess. Uh, yeah, and uh, Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Riddle uh, for the United States Championship. Uh, of course, congratulations, Keith Lee. Uh, who uh, recently uh, got engaged. Um, so we better not see anybody from Retribution mess with Keith Lee. They're technically fam- going to be family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm sure they're going to start announcing more things. I mean, we got, uh, what, two, no, week and a half, 10 days, 10 days, a week from this Sunday on the 21st as well will be. Uh, Elimination Chamber, so uh, in a, in front of a sellout crowd of zero people, and of course a live you know thunder on the Thunderdome you know with a capacity crowd of whatever many screens that they have available. Uh, but yeah, uh, the so pay per view. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, yes. Yes. This is the last this, one. You, this is the last pay-per-view for the next five years uh, uh, that will be available for WWE subscribe, network subscribers in the U.S. As Fastlane will be the f- first uh, pay-per-view uh, event uh, on the Peacock Network because you know, you know, when, when you take stuff for your Peacock, then it takes you in a faster lane. Yes, mm-hmm. anyways. Terrible joke. English is not my yeah. first language. Uh, but yeah, humor is not uh, your first language. A, a lot, a lot, a lot of things uh, to look forward to. You know, tomorrow SmackDown Live uh, on the on the Fox. Um, uh, that and between that and then the next next week, uh, a lot can happen. A lot gets set up. What's gonna happen with? Um, Roman Reigns. I mean, is he gonna be facing off against Kevin Owens for the twentieth time? Could be. 
Um, will, will, will there be an elimination chamber match for them? What is the women's situation going uh, going to be uh, in the SmackDown side? Who will Sasha Banks defend her title against next? And also, who will Edge choose to be the person that he challenges at WrestleMania? We will not know until after Elimination Chamber. He's told us he's going to wait until after the Elimination Chamber to, to officially announce uh, who he'll be challenging and yeah, uh, we'll see what what happens um, while uh, while we get to that. But now it is time for our main event of the evening. We are going to uh, again highlight another show from uh, Women's uh, Wrestling Revolution. This time from uh, from the pinnac- The show is called From the Pinnacle to the Pit. Uh, I hear this is. Uh, the name of a song, I could be yes. wrong. Uh, it is. But yeah, yeah, can you guys tell me, A, what song is this? Who sings it? And then Eric, follow up with, why did you pick this show? It's by the band Ghost. It's a song from the pinnacle to the pit. Yeah, but it's yeah. by the band Ghost. They're basically a satanic rock band um, that sings uh, more of a traditional metal than growly, screamy, angry, bloody metal. Um that you would normally associate with satanic rock. But, um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's where the song comes from. Ghost is awesome, by the way. Um, picked this show just because it has a lot of names on it that I like, and I've seen it before. And, yeah. Literally no other reason. Just a lot of people that I know, and it's a good show, and I've seen it. And uh, yeah, apparently a, a lot of a lot of matches on the show. Uh, so many that only nine of them uh, made it. Um, made it on the show. And so there were other matches that didn't make the TV or didn't make it to YouTube. Uh, well, they didn't make it make, make the official show and didn't make the YouTube yeah. playlist because uh, oh, I think okay. Oceana versus Willow Night Nighty Night Gale, Solo Darling versus Ali Rex, Faye Jackson versus Del Miexo, and uh, Maria Menick uh, versus Tara Calloway uh, didn't make the show. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were all dark matches. Uh, that that matches it, it, it during during the day, which is funny because at the beginning of the show it's still day light outside. Right out, yeah. There's win there's windows, there's glass windows um, that you can you can see. Uh, so yeah, it was interesting, but lo- lots of matches indeed. Uh, so before we get to actually watch the match that we were going to talk about, uh, that we're gonna highlight. Uh, a little rundown of, um, of of the other matches, and uh, yeah, just get your overall thoughts here. Uh, Jordan Grace defeated Diana Peraza. Skyler uh, defeated Rachel Ellering. Uh, Karen Q and Tasha Steeles defeated Alicia Edwards and Jillian Lee. Penelope Ford defeated Barbie Hayden. Tennille Dashwood defeated Jordan Grace. Here, Jordan Grace uh, doing double duty. Uh, and then uh, Davian, 
I knew I screwed that up. Defeated uh, Chris Tatlander. Vanity defeated Casey Cattell. And Kennedy Koblenz defeated Nadi, and of course, we'll, 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 the match we're gonna watch will be Lufisto versus Shotzi Blackheart. But yeah, your you thoughts on up, the undercard? You said you messed yeah, that you name up. That's actually how you pronounce it. <laughs> and you actually went through the order in reverse. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jordan Grace versus Deanna Peraza was technically the main event. It was supposed yeah. to be a grudge match between Sonya Strong and Deanna Peraza, but Sonya Strong had like a respiratory infection. Pre-COVID, mm-hmm. so it wasn't COVID. It was a respiratory infection, but was not medically cleared. So Deanna laid an open challenge, and Jordan Grace, who had previously fought to Neil Dashwood earlier in the night and lost, um, decided she wasn't going to end the night with a loss and wanted to try and come back for a victory. Um, and uh, challenged and came up against Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah. Um, definitely it was a good match between the two of them. Uh Jordan's power, I think you, you actually might have texted me this verbatim, Jordan's power versus Deanna's technical ability, while on paper might not sound like would would fit well together. Yeah. yeah, it really and truly did. Deanna is one of the best, not just female wrestlers, but I think Deanna is one of the best just wrestlers, period. Uh, point blank yeah, amazing technical wrestler yeah absolutely yeah um so it was a good main event um jordan like you said pulled double duty didn't want to take the l in the night with one so she came out and you know did her thing against diana yeah it's a- interesting right because you think about where these women were almost two years ago when this Matt show originally was, um, you know, happened, um, you know, and when you see, you know, uh, you know, yes, the, the main, uh, you know, the, we're not watching the main event, we're watching the match we wanted to highlight, uh, but, you know, Jordan Grace and Diana Perrazzo have been killing it on Impact Wrestling. Um, Chelsea Blackheart, uh, you know, in the finals of the Dusty Classic, and you know we we seen these a lot of these other women come in through Impact AEW um, and uh, WWE NXT and yeah so uh, a, a lot of different people here it's like you just think about it in in two years you know what almost three years well almost three years but yeah here we are and um, yeah so everybody listening you want to follow along. Uh, go to YouTube um, or IWTV.TV. IWTV.TV. I, I don't even know. Anyways, whatever. Go to YouTube. It's the easiest place. And uh, just search for Women's Wrestling Revolution. Uh, once you're there, you'll go into the playlists and uh, you will select uh, the playlist for. From the pinnacle to the pit, and you'll see nine matches listed. Click on uh, Lufisto versus Shark C. Blackheart. Get it ready. You know you're going to get some ads. Play those along the way. And as you're listening live, you may not be able to catch up. But if you're watching, if you're listening on demand, you will be able to. Uh, we're going to do a 
10 seconds, and then we'll go ahead and click play to give everybody a chance to follow with us. So Women's Wrestling Revolution on YouTube. The playlist is From the Pinnacle to the Pit. The match is Lufisto versus Shotzi Blackheart in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one play. And... There you go. Oh damn! <laughs> Wrong show. All right. So, I, I, as, as we're do, as we're doing uh, the introductions, Danny, uh, I, I don't think I've met a bigger Lufisto fan than you. Okay. Uh, so tell me some of the great things that you love about Lufisto. Um, you know she's she's been doing this for over twenty years now. Um, you know, she started kind of doing a lot of more, a little more comedy stuff, um, with, as the hardcore anime, but she's also, you know, one of the first ladies of hardcore is she did a lot of hardcore stuff in CZW winning, um, their, uh, championship and also, uh, winning, um, oh goodness, Kate or fighting in the cage of death and stuff like that. So she's done a whole lot in her career, um, and then she also did a lot to fight for women's wrestling in mm-hmm. uh, in her home province of Quebec, Canada, where they said that women couldn't fight men, but there were only like four or five really active women's wrestlers. So she fought to get intergender wrestling uh, available to happen uh, because that, the sports commission in Quebec was not allowing women to fight men. They said that they were, you know, it was too unevenly matched. And so she fought, literally went to before a committee hearing to, to plead her case and got it approved. Um, but I, I really just like the way she works. You know, she, she goes in there and she's tough and she hits hard and she fights hard. And, uh, you know, that's just something that I really, really enjoy watching her wrestle. And as the match got started here, um, the veteran Lufisto uh, against the ever-always-popular Shotzi Blackheart. Eric, what are some of the things that, you know, you know that, that, that have made Shotzi stand out, you know, in her, at this point, through it, 2018 in her independent run? Uh, and as people are learning more, more about Shotzi in NXT, well, just, uh, what, what are some just, of the things that made her stand out? Just on glance, the green hair. Um, you know, how, how many wrestlers, not just women, but just in general, have lime green hair. Um, and she sleeved up tattoos everywhere. Um, and then just her charisma is outstanding. Like, she's the ballsy badass. I know we can't really call her that anymore. Um, but you know, she, she takes things to the extreme. She's, she's not afraid to get, you know, bloody. She's not afraid to wrestle guys, girls, uh, referees, poles. I'm sure like you throw a broomstick in there. She'd have a match with it too. Um, but yeah, I, Shotzi's fantastic. Um, Lufisto's fantastic. I love Luffy as well. Um, but yeah, like that's why I wanted to highlight this match because I know Danger really loves Luffy. 
So we get to talk about Luffy for him. Um, and yeah, so also I didn't know it until I went back and rewatched the whole season. So Shotzi was actually picked on the 2016 Tough Enough to be one of the the girls on Tough Enough with Sonya and Mandy and all those fun really? people. I, I didn't know that Shotzi was part of that either. Yeah, she was Ashley and had red hair at the time. Okay. Um, she made the cut, and then when they were taking their physicals, she had some kind of heart murmur, and they disqualified her. Oh, okay, so she didn't actually get to compete. They had She got kind of eliminated right before the competition began. Yeah. Okay. But she I was wonder who was the one that replaced her. I, I guess she's got that, you know, can, can corrected or or whatever so where she could pass the physical you know yeah six months ago when she got and, signed and the good thing is is like uh wwe gave her like a specialist to go to like they didn't leave her out in the cold i don't think um yeah because they mentioned that they would help her um who as as to who replaced her if i'm not mistaken and i could be um I think it was Mandy Rose or no, no, no. It was Diana Dahlgren who went on to halfway uh, quit. She quit the show. Um, and then, yeah. Our first ad. Yeah. Um, she quit the show halfway through and gave it to, um, it got Chelsea in there. So, um, Lot of lot of names that we know now. Yeah. Came through. Yeah, that's interesting. That, yeah, that yeah. didn't make it through tough enough, but are currently signed now. Mandy's one of them. Chelsea. Uh, uh the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. Gabby. Yeah, Patrick Patrick Clark, yeah. And then Sonia, yeah. Oh, it doesn't No none me. of the none of the winners are still there. No. I don't think that's the funniest thing about it is it's like none of the winners actually survive and make it in WWE. It's always the people it's, that don't. Yeah. It's what, wasn't like it, wasn't it like a fan people. vote, I think? Yeah, it was fan vote. And unfortunately, I ended up voting for Sarah when I should have voted for Chelsea. Yeah. If, you know, you, next thing you see Chelsea, you tell her you didn't vote for her for, you know, see what she said. I would said. never. We're going to have to. We're gonna I have to never. tell her that next time. We also yeah, I mean, I totally forgot. Gabby Gastrovinci was on there. Yeah, All right, well, uh, back to this match. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can see Shashi's not scared of anybody, and no. uh, you know, anybody and everybody should fear Lufisto. Of course, uh, and she announced her retirement back in 2019. Uh, Still going strong. Yeah, you know. said she was gonna make it a retirement tour, and then decided she was gonna was gonna stay and stick with it. But right now, she's kind of trapped up in Canada, yeah, and she can't get down here to the U.S. to wrestle unless somebody signs off on her visa. Apparently, that's the rules for Canada. You can't just come down and work. You gotta no, have. No, it's so hard to do that. Visa. So it's it, she's kind of stuck up in Canada because she had to go back up to Canada to get knee surgery. Because she didn't have insurance here when she was living in the U.S., um, 
and now she's kind of stuck up there and there's not really any wrestling going on in Canada right now because they're under lockdown from COVID. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. Shotzi oh, missed the well, kick. This is, oh. This is, she's going to, oh. Into the tree of woe. Oh, she's going to regret this. Yeah. Drop kick right to the face. Going again, going again. Cannonball. Oh, cannonball. While she's in the uh, tree of woe. And then can't even get her down. She locked her up in the tree of woe so good. She has trouble getting her out. I like Shotzi's hair in this. And Shotzi's like, look, I'm like nearly half dead, so I can't help you really. I'm sorry. I can't really help you get my leg out. Yeah. I don't think she meant to get her foot stuck in the second turnbuckle. Yeah. No. That's just how long Shotzi's legs are. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I always, I've always been, uh, I always been a big fan of Shotzi. She's got that energy around her. She really, you know, she looks like she's having fun and she makes you, feel like you're also having fun whether you know no matter what you're watching and you know it may be the best of the matches it may be may not necessarily be the best but hey you know when Shotzi's in there you're gonna have a good time and she's gonna make make, make you feel that so that she's very entertaining she connects well with fans I think that she's definitely got something like out Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised uh, that she got signed when she did, but I, at the same time, I wasn't surprised because she's definitely somebody who you know they see very much. I mean, she's tall-ish, and she's uh, you know she's got this you know the good energy. I think that she she'll she'll do very well when she gets to the main roster. Yeah, she's not one of those people you have a, to worry she's about. She's got a few, she's got a few rough edges, but those are the they're kind of the, the kind of rough edges that you can smooth out very easily. Yeah. Versus yeah. where she has a lot of the intangibles that are harder for some people to get the charisma and the um, just you know connectivity with the fans and, and a unique persona, Meteora. a unique look. Um, so those are some of the things that a lot of people have a hard time getting and 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 keeping yeah. and maintaining. So she's she has those easily, and she yeah she has a few rough edges as far as her ring work goes, but you can smooth those out very easily. And yeah, I don't know how many be... times. Go, Go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry, Patrick. Uh, I was going to say she has the entertainment, the sports entertainment factor. Yeah, yes. and I was going to say, I don't know how many times I've heard uh, Matt Bloom say it, but, you know, he can teach you to wrestle. He can't teach you charisma. Yeah. yeah. And she's Especially full of charisma. Matt Bloom was not a charisma guy. <laughs> hey, Definitely. you leave Albert oh. alone. Sweet tea alone. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, when he okay, like fully, like completely off topic. When he came back as Tenzai, I was all on board with. Tenzai. He had something. He had something. I like the Tenzai. And then then he reeled it very quickly. He came in like as the badass, and he like he beat he beat Triple H by count out or something. And then he lost to John Cena, and it was done. He was done. Yeah, because once you lose to Cena, it's over, brother. You were over. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice to uh, I was, you know, I mean, Lufisto's the ultimate fresh. She knows where she is, like ring placement. Lufisto's great at ring placement. Absolutely. She knows where she is at all times. She knows where she needs to be. At this time, Shotzi was still using the uh, the top rope senton, so she's yeah. tried to go up for it a couple different times. Um, and she's now going up. Looks like she's going for it one more time, one big time. Oh, she's she missed. Out of the way. Ooh, back fist. Ooh, back fist. Ooh. I want to call it back fist of the future, but this isn't Eddie Kingston. 
No, it's not <laughs> Kingston. Uh, and I don't know if Kingston calls it that anymore. I think they just call it the Urican. Yeah. Like, you know, they're just a spinning back fist. Uh, I never want to know what it feels like. Getting her up. I, I never want to know what it feels like to get. Oh, here the. Oh! The burning hammer. Love it. I never, Nobody I uses never, that anymore. Three, I do Fista for the win. I, I never want to get hit by Lufisto. I don't want to find out how how much it hurts. I know. Right? I definitely do not. I'm sure it's not fun. It's, yeah. it's painful. Lufisto with the win, showing the kid how he gets done. I mean, Lufisto, the ultimate badass. We're going to get a show of respect. I mean, how out. many did we get in the show? I mean, come on. I just yeah, that's true. Well, that's well, that's part of the thing with WWE. Arts. It's not really Ring of Honor, but it's there's not really a championship they're going for. They don't really have a whole lot of like rivalry blood feuds, so a lot of them are based on uh, you know, pure athletic competition, which is kind of what Beyond was based on, and so it's the sister promotion to Beyond Wrestling. So they carry yeah. the same philosophy. And uh, so yeah, that was that, that was it for that. Uh, Danny, next week uh, we'll get to see your pick, one of your first two picks. So that that's gonna be interesting uh, for uh, as far as uh, we're gonna see. Uh, which I already forgot. Which shows did you pick? Uh, Lit was one of them. No. 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 I don't. I didn't pick Lit. Why did I think um, you picked? If it? we would have picked it, I was front row for that show. Your front row. For oh yeah, well, we definitely don't want to for lit up. I picked, all, yeah. I picked all day and Widowmaker. All day, right? I, so we'll okay. see all day next week. Um, we'll figure out a match to watch live together. I'll I'll pick one out after I go through and watch the show uh, later this week. We'll decide which match we want to watch together. Yeah, lit up was fun. Um, that was the week of Mania Week or the the show at Mania Week. It was basically WWR versus Beyond. And uh, okay, so I w- I avoided those shows when I was looking for WWR. I was looking. I avoided the the ones that featured a lot of the B- versus Beyond talent and stuff. It was actually a, one of my favorite shows that weekend. Um, I, I didn't want to pick it because I didn't know how we would feel about it, but yeah, I enjoyed it. The main event actually was really good. And I don't ever say that about uh, Riddle. So that actually tells you how good it was. There you go. Um, well, uh, yeah, that, so that was our, our look back at a world um, world women's uh, wrestling revolution. Uh be back next week, Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern, to check out uh, our next episode. Uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be taking uh, reviewing Takeover uh, Vengeance Day. Uh, we may talk about some uh, impact. See what happened at No Surrender. Um, get ready for uh, the Elimination Chamber uh, happening uh, next weekend and uh, much more. So. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe on TuneIn, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe. There's a a huge backlog of episodes, including some with uh, wrestler interviews, uh, which uh, we need to go back and do some of those again. Um, And also uh, follow us on the Twitter machine. Uh, We are at 
FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F in Danger. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. Mika's not here, but she's also on Twitter at Mika Villas. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.